Welcome to the Accredited Canadians Toolkit, your source for what's new for accredited investors. I'm your host, Sam Perrin. Today is my birthday, and that has caused me pause for reflection over the year it has been. The pandemic has disrupted life to a degree that no one thought possible, and has provided an opportunity to test for personal resilience and adaptive ability. The K-shaped recovery we're experiencing is real, with many people doing very well and many people suffering. My observation has been those with the proclivity to learn have quickly acquired the skills needed to thrive, while those unwilling or unable to learn are being left further and further behind. Those who are able to adapt thrive, and those who do not suffer the loss of income and health. Since today is a little bit about me, with dinner and probably a cake sometime in my near future, I'll indulge on the podcast too, and share some stories about my past year and the lesson I've learned from living it. I hope it doesn't bore you, but given the risk that it may do that, feel free to skip this episode in its entirety. In summary, on the personal side, my household moved, my sister moved, and my parents moved, all within a few months of each other, and I was extremely involved in each move. In each case, these are welcome changes to better homes, but as you know, moving is a lot of work. We also buried my grandmother, and a day later, my uncle. These were not COVID deaths, but losing both so close to each other during the lockdowns and in the background of the pandemic made saying goodbye under these circumstances feel especially difficult. The other thing this year really drove home for me was that I am caught in the cliche of the tweener generation, with both young children and aging parents relying on me. It's a joy to be of service to the people that you love, but as anyone who's been in this place can attest, it's also a burden at times. And to top it all off, My wife and I also experienced a health scare that turned out to be nothing, but nevertheless, it brought the brevity of life into full focus. This year was very busy on the business side too. My rental business has grown and expanded into two additional markets, both into towns of about 10,000 people, one in BC and one in Alberta. This has involved hiring more staff and implementing new systems and new software. I've simplified my life in some ways by selling some of the townhouses and houses during this bull run in real estate. My partners in those are happy because I help them realize gains. In one case, it was 207% in seven years, and in another case, it was 177% in seven years. And one house was even 1,000% return on investment in 10 years. So that's over 100% a year, essentially doubling the initial investment every year for 10 years. Assessing the best course of action for the remaining assets I'm looking after for my shareholders means re-examining and reassessing the risk of monetary policy, credit market risk, and government regulation that are at play for those assets. With the shifts occurring in the world at a fast pace now, there's some real opportunity to take advantage of those that could set myself and my children and my shareholders up for decades to come. Figuring out how to take advantage of the coming trends is the key to riding the next wave to new heights. The key takeaway here is a lesson that came into full focus for me as I listened to Megan McArdle's recent interview with Russ Roberts on his show Econ Talk. They talked at length how it is impossible to be ready for every disaster scenario that may occur and it's actually a bad idea because the insurance for prevention comes with an opportunity cost. I'll read Russ's comment because no one says it better than he did. I would argue that the single biggest lesson of the pandemic, that is, it's not, what do we do to prevent the next one? And I think it's true for all the examples you give, the power grid, the Yellowstone volcano. It's not, what do we do to prevent the next one? It's, what do we do to adapt to the next one? 
and the insurance for adaptability, I would argue, is cheaper than the insurance for prevention. And one of the reasons that the insurance for prevention is a really bad idea is if that thing never comes back again. But the insurance for adaptability has lots of applications. And the vaccine is a perfect example. We're going to get all kinds of pleasant things, I think, out of the science that went into that. There are all kinds of ways when adaptation is possible for dealing with more than just this crisis. So there you have it. The key to surviving and thriving in the year behind us and in the years ahead is to always ensure we have the capacity to adapt to the world around us. As you think about that, have a great rest of your day. Talk to you again tomorrow.